Hello, this is Pastor Rob Barber of Bethel Church in Tempers Plains, Ohio, where our mission is connecting people to God. Welcome to our podcast. I believe God will anoint this message to speak to you today because we do have this promise in Isaiah 55:11. My word I will send out and it will always produce fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to and it will prosper everywhere I send it. As you listen to this message, let the word of God penetrate your heart so it can accomplish all his will in your life. Enjoy this message. We shared a passage this morning the, the last four weeks, we've been talking about uh, Advent. And Advent is just the period leading up um, to Christmas morning. And in Latin, Advent as, is Adventus, which means the coming, the arrival. And so this morning is, is the day that we picked out uh, that we say was the arrival of Jesus. And, and so we started, pastors started out talking about uh, John the Baptist and, and Elizabeth and uh, Zacharias, Gabriel the angel visited Zacharias, remember? And Zacharias is like, what? And then we jumped into Mary's immaculate conception and that story. And then Mary went uh, and visited about 90 miles and she went and visited Elizabeth for three months until John the Baptist was born and then she came back and and then this week we talked about we read the passage out of Luke chapter 2 about the birth of Jesus and you remember when I read that passage the shepherds, the angel came to the shepherds out in the field. And I thought about that. I wondered if that could have been Gabriel. It doesn't say, but, you know, Gabriel visited Zacharias. and Oh, great. Looky there. They pulled it up. And, and Gabriel visited uh, Mary. And may, that might have been Gabriel. We don't know. It says the angel. And um, so I just thought about that because we talked about Gabriel. And it doesn't tell us what angel it was. But... Um, so that leads us up to this morning, which is the birth of Jesus. And as I was preparing, I have shared several, several Christmas messages. And when I share something, it will be easy to go back and grab a Christmas message that I shared in the past. You know, isn't that... that and that's okay, but, but I like to listen. I, I like to hear. I like to, I like to try to figure out what direction the Holy Spirit's taking me. And so it was something all new. And it came a few weeks ago. And, and I think about the Holy Spirit. It's like, do you have anyone that went, I can't see your hands, but, you know, the Ohio State people. It's the Ohio State. And I think about that when I think about the Holy Spirit, all through the words, the Holy Spirit. You know, it's the Holy Spirit. And, and I, I, I just felt pulled and directed, that is better. <laughs> These are still bright, but I, yeah. I just felt pulled and, and, and directed in this direction for us this morning. And... Uh, and thinking about Chris Otis's birthday, it's fitting. You think anybody going to get you anything for your birthday? Maybe get a present for his birthday, right? So 
I, I know I usually get, Trish usually gets me something for my birthday. And, you know, if you have kids, you get your kids things for their birthdays. And, and this is Christmas, and we say, you know, we're celebrating the birth of Jesus. But we're the ones who get all the presents. I always think about that at Christmas. It's like, what do we give Jesus? If we're saying, hey, this is your birthday, okay, let's all go have a party and us get good stuff. It'd be like I'm a little nine-year-old kid and all the neighbors come over to, to have a birthday party. It's my ninth birthday and they don't bring me anything, but they all bring presents for each other. It's like, man, I'd be bummed. I just always think about that at Christmas. Like, what do we give to Jesus? And that's not my message, but it's like, what do we give to Jesus? What's, what's, what's his? You know, so I was thinking about that and then got thinking about, I'm an 80s kid. There's some other 80s kids in here. So I was thinking about my 80s Christmas toys and, and I just got thinking, you know, last night about, wow, what's some of the neat stuff? You know, the Stretch Armstrongs and all the, that, yeah, $6 million man. He'd be a $50 billion man today. Um, just think about the cool stuff you got when you were a kid, whatever decade it was. What were the things you got? So, and in saying that, we, we have a, a short video. Um, Google puts every year, they put a year in then searches out like a year in review and uh, see if we can get that up You know, that's a pretty good ad for Google. That's two minutes that kind of pulls us in emotionally a little bit, and we see all these events. And if you read, they were all things people put up for searches. And I think we're a people that are searching and looking. We're just searching and searching. And last night I started searching for 80s, 80s top toys and um, so what are what are we searching for what are we looking for it, it seems like we spend so much of our life looking for answers and looking for solutions and and we just want to know and we take our phones and now we have this thing called Google you know when I grew up you went to a library and you got a book and you got a dictionary or a, dic a dictionary, an encyclopedia. An encyclopedia had to do a report at school and you get the encyclopedia and you couldn't plagiarize so you couldn't write what you read word for word. You had to change it all. You said the exact same thing but you changed it all so it wasn't plagiarism. And, and it all came from encyclopedias and I remember when, when my wife and I first got married, our, our house, looking at Tony, oh, I can see him. Our, our house needed rewired. I mean, it was bad, bad. So I went to the library and got some books on wiring. It's like, what do I do? I got to fix this house. And so I start reading books and, and spent a lot of time and figured out how do I wire, rewire my whole house? And I did with books. And we don't have to do that now. We have this, these search engines. 
And we're still just searching and searching and searching. And we may be searching, how, how, how do I be happy? How do I hear God's voice? How do I heal? What's my purpose? How do I find hope? Who is Jesus? See, through all of eternity, people have been searching and searching and searching. Let's go way back to Adam and Eve. You remember what they did? They had something thrown at them. God, Father God said, don't do this. Don't, don't go to this tree. So what did they do? They didn't have the Google search. They didn't have the Encyclopedia Britannica. But they took off and they wanted to find that tree. And they found it. They were searching. And then you jump up and the, the Israelites and they were searching. Searching for anything and everything. And then they got the golden calf. When, when Moses went up to Mount Sinai, they, they, like, they couldn't take a little bit of time, so they come up with something and start worshiping it. They get the golden calf. They're searching, they're searching, they're searching. They want something. And then all through the Old Testament, oh my goodness, we're so thankful this morning for Jesus. All through the Old Testament, they're searching. And they had all the laws and rules and regulations plus or minus 613 different rules and you couldn't keep them all you ever did was break them but they were searching and searching and searching and trying to be who they were supposed to be through laws rules regulations I don't know where you're at this morning maybe you're searching maybe you're searching for something something more Something better. Maybe something simple. Maybe you're searching for a better home, a, a job, a car, an education. Maybe you're searching for better health. I don't know what you're searching for, but I would suspect that at some point in your life, you have searched for it. Whatever it is. You've searched for it. So back to, back to Google. What happens when we Google? So I just went to Google. I, I just Googled. What's my purpose? <laughs> Did you notice all the Google searches on the two-minute video? There were no answers. It was just the questions they asked Google. It never showed us any search results. So I have what's my purpose. Wow, the first one, God's purpose for your life. There it is. There's the answer. What's the purpose of life? Why are we here? Learn who you truly are. Seven strange questions that help you find your purpose. I haven't read these yet. What's, what's my purpose? Taking charge of your health and well-being. Hey, top tips on how to find your purpose in life. Start finding your purpose and unlock your best life. How to find your purpose. purpose in, it just goes on and on and on and on and on. You know that. It just keeps going. So if you pull out your phone, you can or you can't, it doesn't matter. But if you pull out your phone, 
you can go to Mr. Google Pants, as I like to call it, and you can search. You can, you can type in there, who is Jesus? You can put in there, when was Jesus born? Not December 25th, but that's okay. That's a whole nother. So many ways we could have went this morning. But when was Jesus born? How do I become a Christian? How do I become a better Christian? How, how can I heal? What's my purpose? How do I keep hope? Why is life unfair? So you could take your phone right now and ask it. All those different things. And you'll get thousands of answers. Mr. Google Pants gives millions of results and answers every single day. It gives, as I just read them, it gives lists and advice and life hacks and tips and tricks and on and on and on and on. And we're still searching. I'm thinking about this Christmas, this Christmas morning, right here, right now. Maybe it's not always necessarily so much about what we are searching for. Hmm. Maybe that doesn't matter so much this Christmas morning because... Understand that God is always searching for us. So we think we're always chasing God and we got to find Him and we got to do. Maybe God is constantly searching for us. And God wanted to find us so bad that He left. Heaven for earth. God wanted us to know Him in a way that we could understand. Because they couldn't understand it in the Old Testament. They just couldn't understand it. But maybe, maybe God came searching because He wanted us to understand Him. So he became human. Christmas, John 1 1, Christmas is God in the flesh. John 1 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. So in the, in the beginning, we talked a few weeks ago about, you know, Jesus, when uh, Emberly asked, how old is Jesus? Well, he's a couple thousand years old. But really, Jesus is just eons. Forever and ever and ever is Jesus' age. Because in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. And, and... Is pa I love it's Pastor Otis's birthday and and 
somebody so special, so important that Pastor Otis admires, and I don't know who that might be, but they call him up and say, brother, I want to come over for your birthday. And he's like, oh my gosh, this is one of my, one of my heroes. And I've never met him, and they're coming to my house. And I don't have a physical Bible up here. Somebody have a Bible? We used to, I know, it's like we all have, here, oh, here's one, thank you. So, it's like, we are so spoiled. My goodness gracious, you need to read about North Korea right now in the underground church. Ah, so, I say, I say, so, Pastor Otis, this is his, his uh, earthless, one of his earthly heroes is going to come visit. And he says, hey, you want to Im- impress him and, and know a little bit. And if you read this, this book right here, you can learn about this person that's coming to visit you. So, so you'll be able to have conversation and know their interests and their likes. And, and you read that and you'll know all about this person coming to visit. If that person was coming to visit you, wouldn't you like to know a little bit about them? So in the beginning was the Word. The Word. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. John 1.14 says, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us and we saw his glory glory as of the only begotten from the father full of grace and truth wow this was the word it was there in the beginning and it became flesh and it came and it dwells with you wow it dwells with you Jesus dwells with you And this God entered the world as an infant. Matthew 1.18 says, Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child by the Holy Spirit. We discussed that two weeks ago. It was the Word. The Word came and went inside of Mary and formed Jesus. Do you understand when you accept Christ, when you accept Father God, when you accept Jesus, the Word, Jesus, comes on the inside of you just like that came down and came in Mary. Whoa. And then we walk as a body of believers, when that word is in us, we walk around and we're able to encourage, help, speak wisdom and knowledge each other because that's Jesus. So we can draw that from other people. Whoa, I want to get some, some of the Jesus you got today. I'll give you some of the Jesus I got today. 
This is here. And then we can allow that to be birthed out of us every day. Philippians 2, 6 and 7 says, Who, now listen to this slowly, Who, although he existed in the form of God, did not regard equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a bondservant, and being made in the likeness of man. We talked about Jesus becoming the bondservant. Wow, so if Jesus did that, who are we? Hmm. God sent Jesus to be our Savior. Luke 2.11, we read that whole passage earlier, but Luke 2.11 says, For today in the city of David there has been born for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Matthew 1.21 says, She will bear a son... And you shall call his name what? Okay, let's try it again. Matthew 1.21. She, you can do this. She will bear a son and you will call his name Jesus. For he will save his people from their sins. And we need saving from our sins. He came to save us from our sins, from our shortcomings, from our issues, from our problems, from our stinking thinking, from this flesh that's always sin, this flesh, that's why it dies. It does the wrong things. So Jesus came because this flesh does the wrong things. And he said, here I am, you don't have to search. I came and searched you out. So then what's the ultimate answer to our searching? Jesus. Jesus. The answer to our many questions... Why is life like this? Why am I, why, what's my purpose? What's my, why can't, why doesn't, how's come? Things aren't fair. No, they're not. Learn that and teach your kids that. Life isn't fair. Sidebar, it's not fair. You accept that. Life's way easier. But we ask all these questions. <laughs> and the answer to all these questions is Jesus. It's really just simply Jesus. Is the answer. If, if we pull up our search engine and we search for acceptance, for forgiveness, for healing, for hope, for grace, for love, for mercy, for peace, it's all in Jesus. It's all in Jesus. 
That's Christmas. It's all in Jesus. It's just all in Jesus. And this day we set aside to celebrate Jesus entering this world in the flesh for you and for me and for all seven billion people on the face of the earth right now. And for all, it's probably around seven billion or so that have came before us. So Jesus entered for these 14 billion and for the billions that are going to come ahead of us. Jesus entered this world for them. He came searching for the billions and billions of people. He came searching. So, that's our chance today. If you don't know Jesus this morning, He's searching for you. He's saying, look, I came. It's simple. I came for you. He's searching for you. Maybe that's why you're here, because He's searching for you. If you have that plethora of questions going on right now, what's my purpose? Why is life? What's this? Jesus is searching for you to help you with that. Just know that this Christmas morning. And just say, okay, Jesus. Okay. Okay. Looking at my brother up in the media, and I see a big sign beside him. I very seldom even notice it, but King of Kings and Lord of Lords. That little baby came and was it you you realize how fragile that little baby was? I was listening to a message of A.W. Tozer, and he said, when, when a baby's little, just your finger, he told how many pounds of pressure, I don't remember, but they have that little soft spot. And you just barely have to push at all. And you can just kill them. And, and Jesus came and was that fragile. Someone could have pushed with their finger like that and just killed him. Wow. He came in that fragility because he's searching and seeking you. And that's Christmas. That's Christmas. He's giving us a gift, huh? He's giving us a gift. Hallelujah. Please stand to your feet. Does, does anyone have anything for the good of the service that they feel they would like to share? 
just felt like asking that this morning. If you have anything you would like to share, I'd say yell at me because the lights went back out. I can't see again. Hallelujah. Nobody has anything? Before we close, we want everyone to know Christmas, I don't know what they were like for you. But I know growing up, mine, they were not fantastic. I told somebody that this week. Have some Christmas trauma. So, for everyone, it's not necessarily always a happy day. Some people deal with lots of things. and um, So I said that to say that our altar's open. If you would like prayer, we would love to pray with you for anything. Even if you don't know what for and just want to come up and have someone pray. We'd love to do that this morning. Hello, this is Pastor Rob again. I pray you enjoyed this podcast. What a blessing it has been to have you join us on this social media platform. If you would like more information about Bethel, please check out our website at BethelChurch.community. You can also follow us on our Facebook page at Bethel Church, Tepper's Plains. Have a blessed day and remember, love never fails.